Welcome to the Post Show Podcast, a Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your co-host and homeboy, Jamar Nelson. I'm Patwin Lawrence. Welcome back, Patwin. Yeah. Patwin, you're, we, just as we went off the air, you were saying, I was saying how clean you were. You're cleaning very nice, and people on Facebook will be able to see it. Uh, why are you uh, dressed up to the nines? Oh, I'm going to the MIA annual gala. And the, the MIA, party. Well, so what is uh, Senator Parks. McCain going to be there? What's the, what? <laughs> what? What's well, the no, it's, it's, they're actually my favorite museum in, in, the, in the city. And so it's their annual party. So there's, they have the big fundraising dinner, which is going on now, and then they have the summer party and... You know, it's usually hosted by the young professionals and like the, you know, junior board members. And uh, it's a great time. It's the best. It's the, actually the best gala party in town yearly, the yearly party. So. So I'm going. Oh, going to wow. have a good time. Yeah. Well, have a good time. Yeah. Make sure you uh, party for me. Uh, Pat is pretty clean. Open bar. <laughs> oh, well, you're really going to have a good time. No doubt about that. You're definitely going to have a good time. Uh, we, we're back with our. Um, Guests that we had earlier, uh, Rob Barnheiser and Christopher Chamberlain, both running respectively for federal offices, congressionally and senatorial offices. Uh, and I uh, publicly uh, and proudly endorse Robert. Um, but I think that we need to get back to a, um, a few issues real quick. Uh, if there, if, if, I th- I like the, the question that Xavier posed because mm-hmm. it's, it's the question that I often ask every candidate that's on mm-hmm. or candidate or uh politician what do you plan to do what happens to these relationships that we, that you're building with the minority communities if you lose does it go away do you go away what happens i'm not going anywhere i enjoy the relationships that i'm making uh, uh talking about with laverne too you know it's great working with them and seeing the work that he's doing with the kids uh we're working together for a new nonprofit cci and uh, that's taking youth, taking pride in their community on the north side here and cleaning up, uh, being paid for it. Big business paying for their pay raise so they can put a little pride into their city and uh, build up some some uh, pride towards their city. And that's a wonderful thing. That's a great thing. Absolutely. Um, so I, I, I want to go back to one other question. How do you, like in terms of your uh, agenda, how, what are some more specifics on what you want to do to improve the quality of life and the citizenship for, especially the inner city, and, but, but it also impacts rural Minnesota, too. And so since it's a statewide office, how do you plan on doing that? You know, we, we went back to uh, black ownership, okay. how it has dropped over the years. Mm-hmm. They need a chance at the American dream. Okay. And it's hard when they're running from these landlords that are just Mm -hmm. screwing them for uh, this outrageous monthly price they have to pay for Mm -hmm. a home. That's not theirs. Mm -hmm. And it keeps on going higher. And now I'm starting to talk about people, and they're talking about how they're trying to live two families in one house Mm -hmm. to afford that. That needs to stop. People have to stop kicking the little guy when they're down. Well, some people say, well, you just have to do that. That's just how the system is. But this is the United States of America where we have enough wealth and enough, you know, jobs and opportunity where you don't have to live three, four, five or more in a a household. You know, you can be, you know, just having a chance, getting out there, having that job or starting that career or going to school and getting that education to advance to the next level. You should be able to do that without all of these burdens and uh, pitfalls. Unless you're stuck in the low-income 
You well, know. but the, the pitfalls because, you know, you have that woman that's running for the governor in Georgia where they're trying to say you sh she shouldn't run because she has $200,000 worth of student debt. But, but she was going to be a lawyer. But she Everybody was, she was going to be a lawyer. So on the outside, you would say, oh, she's, you know, a lawyer. She's probably making 100000 which she was. But part of being black in America, you might be the one that's successful in your family. But out of your siblings, you might have one that's in jail. You might have yep. one that's on drugs. Yep. And then you're helping out grandma and, and mom and dad and everyone else. And you're not able to advance and build wealth. And that's just not uh, in the African-American Well, yes, that's right. It's Poor whites. Every that. Yes, community. that's right. I, uh, all across the board, we got too much of that. So how are you going to fix? Well, for me, that? it starts with improving schools. And right. you know what? Okay. Right. The inner city school should be exactly like the suburban schools. But how school so? Choice. Well, how for, so? for one thing, you know, like my kids, they have all the technology mm -hmm. they want in the world. Yep. You're handed an iPad in fourth grade, right. mm -hmm. and you carry that thing through high school. Do you guys have anything like that? Some high school, I mean, some, there's some. Yeah, my, my daughter's school does Justice Allen Page. They, some schools do them, but you're right. The overall attitude is, uh, like, you're right. It's not happening. But that goes to a schools... funding issue. How are you going to change funding? Well, are... well yeah. I already talked about you about uh, let's stop spinning our my my younger brethren here in the inner city mm -hmm. in jail and using that money instead okay. to put towards schools. Okay. How about this? Why don't we start taking care of Americans instead of taking care of illegal aliens? Right okay. now we're spending a hundred and eighteen million dollars a year for illegal aliens to be here, and I would like to spend that hundred and eighteen million dollars. On the inner city yep. to improve schools. How about this? For we take citizens. that money, we put it into a fund, and send people back to school. And why they are learning, they're also earning. Mm -hmm. Learn to earn. Get a. He said one year. One year. You can get a one year mm -hmm. uh, tech job. Yeah, mm -hmm. trade group. And you can you can jump out there and enter the market at fifty seventy thousand dollars, man. But how how are you going to ensure, how, how ensure hiring? Because then that's the next obstacle. I'd make sure that these people then have jobs. Because now they've already they they because you have the degree. They got reverse. Uh, they got reverse. Um, oh God. Uh, uh, what, uh, what's the the federal charge? The federal law that everyone uses. Uh, the more white women are help with now. Um, Oh, affirmative action. Affirmative action. So they have reverse affirmative action. So now how do we, so along with Pat's question, how do we go about changing the system so that because that is well, the hurdle, because even after you train me, I still have a black face. Here's the thing. I, I, I'm i a proponent of school choice. Okay. You know, I, I've seriously. evolved. So am I. Yeah. I've evolved. I agree. We've I've got evolved. to do that. Education belongs in the hands of the parents yeah. because yep. true education mm -hmm. starts at home. That's and we've right. got to do more for our youth. Beyond any gold, silver, or diamonds, what's our national treasure? Our it's children. our future. future. Yes. And that is our kids. So we've got to provide them a better chance at life okay. through adulthood. Mm -hmm. I'm talking through the high school, through into college. Like he said, start using some of this money. Mm -hmm. Then we're talking about illegal aliens. I want to get to something that uh, I was talking to you about the other day. We have a lot of illegal immigrants here. Mm -hmm. You know, we could offer them an alternative to just kicking their butts across the border because they're going to be back in two weeks. That's literally the, the numbers. Two weeks later, they're back in town. So how about we do this? You look at them. As long as they are not a violent offender, say, all right, we will release transgressions from the past. We're going to give you the opportunity to get a degree and a certification in masonry, carpentry, steel worker. We're going to send you down to our wall. Mm -hmm. And that's where our labor comes to build the southern wall. 
But wait a minute, see, but then this, now we're talking, now, now we're sounding. This is where I distance myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm that actually going to move nice, my chair but, over here. But, but, but we no. have citizens here that don't have those same opportunities. And it's, exactly, and it sounds, then you're going to be, the problem I have then, then you're going to be accused of, uh, of being a racist. Um, <laughs> oh, like, oh, uh, because, um, oh, oh. <laughs> because, uh, you're only hiring the, these uh, the the, the Mex Hispanic Americans and not regular Americans. See, because I don't because I, I know there's a myth, it, and I hate the, it being said that those that the Amer that the Hispanics come in come in and take the works from African Americans. No, that's not true. No, but, that is true. No, that's not, not true. They impact low down. income. They impact low income. Which African Americans? We are un, uh, we're a low income in you know earners. But we uh, also we also we're also a population that doesn't want to work for at the McDonald's and at the Burger Kings and and doing those hard. Because labor jobs. In low so that, that brings up my point because exactly. Because they don't want to be paid low wages, hey, so those well, people here. come over and do Wait, it. This is I why lived out in Las Vegas, and literally, a lot of the steel workers that I've seen are African Americans. They're up on yeah, the high yeah, rises right. building mm -hmm. these big casinos. Mm -hmm. They're in high dollar jobs. Oh yeah. So we can't that's just good. say that. And when I say send them down to work in the wall, that's just not the only opportunity. Not Trump's They're wall. They're not the you, only well, ones. What wall are you talking about? What wall are we talking about, though? Trump wall. Well, so how? What, 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 but listen. we can also send in college students for work experience. Mm -hmm. They're in the trade degree. Why do we need to? They're getting paid so you're for to building Trump's wall. I'm sorry, what? You're for building Trump's wall? Oh, yeah. We have to build Why? a nation. We have a wall. Well, how about putting more security? Not a nation. We're a nation of immigrants, though, bro. We are not, not okay. when they come across illegally. N yeah. Listen, no, they do come across illegally, and they and, and they come here and assimilate, which I hate saying that because why? We're the only place I know, especially demanding that that you come here and not be proud of your heritage, which is crap. If you come here, you should be welcome, and I don't need you. Don't necessarily have to. You shouldn't have to be forced to speak English. But that's not. But you don't that's, need but to see. That's a that's a, an effect that the Democratic Party has done is keeping people in their barrows no. or in the ghettos or in their. Oh, oh and so what is the what's the and not bringing done. people and not bringing people together. Oh, so Republicans they're, because they're using that as a barrier a where you thing. stick with your language. So you just speak Spanish, or you just speak Somali, or you just speak you know whatever. You they don't allowed. want people to fully integrate and become Americans. And you are an American when you come over here. I don't need no, you no, no, to speak no, no. Amer no, I don't need you to speak English to become considered American. You are. Love the Constitution. That's not how I have. I have. I have naturalization. I have Arab home. I have Arab friends. Yeah. And some of them were born here. The older ones obviously were, mm -hmm. weren't born here. Uh, mm -hmm. Some of them are born here. When they speak English in out in public, okay. but at home they only speak their language. Oh, that's so, fine. And so, that's no, fine. And so I asked them. I said no, because I thought, well, listen, aren't you setting your child up for failure because you you you, you get confused? And mm -hmm. but I said no. We want to make sure we keep our uh, our culture. No, that's fine. It, you do that. That's just like African Americans. You so then why am I going to force you to come out? So then I'm gonna, when you're out in public, I'm going to force you to speak English? No, I don't need you to simulate because you have your own businesses, you have your own communities. So, because you're here in American, excuse me, America, you are an American. Especially if you're born here, or if you have one uh, one parent, if you come here, you, uh, if you you get your green card and you do the right thing. So now you're an American. So now I need to force you to speak English because you're an American. One thing no. I'd like to see is people loving the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Well, but a lot of people important. are circumvented, though. We could love it, but it's circumvented well, all the time. Because people don't understand the Constitution and the Declaration, how they work together and what they actually say. Or because even they the uh, Articles of Confederation, the original Declaration of Independence. Yes. Oh, yep. well. <laughs> all right. Hey, I want to get back to I want to get back to your original questions. What changes would I make yes. here? So I, I brought about the earn why you learn employment. You asked me how I 
I'd help support that. Well, instead of giving the money to the workforce centers, I would give the money directly to the people to boost their income while they were going to school. That would save a lot of money and it wouldn't be, the money wouldn't be drawn through the machine. You know, we keep on putting this Mm -hmm, money away, mm -hmm. wanting them to do great things, getting the money from point A directly to the person who's going to school needs a bump in their wages. That money's a lot more, and it's a lot more valuable and a lot more appreciated. Get that, that guy through that's, school. That's a great idea. Move him forward. That money that goes into the machine is just going to these people that bureaucracy. Yes, that's right. And they make the money, and their kids go to private school or, or somewhere else. And it's the average citizen in those districts that don't make it. Hey, you can check me out at joinrob.com, joinrob.com, or find me at Rob Barnheiser on Facebook. See what I have to say. Try something different, guys. The Democrats have had you in a financial bondage for the last 50 years. A lot of you don't even know why you're voting Democrat. I want to show you that the Republicans are back. It's time to let us in. It's time to let us love you. It's time for you to be part of the part of the party. And we're here with our arms open saying, give us a chance. 50 years has been way too long. Amen to that. No. <laughs> no. Well, I think Chris? That's what, Chris. Well, straight out. Um, you guys can check me out at Real Chamberlain on Twitter, uh, Chamberlain4MN on uh, the web.com, and then you have Chamberlain for United States Congress on Facebook. Now, going further into things, uh, plans that I have, like uh, we're talking about health care and stuff like that. You guys mm-hmm. worried about that? Earlier I mentioned I have a bill that I'm going to work on called the North American Health Insurance Border Restriction Repeal Act. It officially kills Obamacare without killing it. What it does is it uh, insurance companies right now operate in pockets. Their licensure is like limited. Why don't we make it a national market? Let them compete. Competition breeds quality. It'll bring the costs down, making it affordable for people while the quality of health care goes up. You know, I have a friend. She is my treasurer. She works for a mental health services uh, group in the uh, Minnesota. I'm not going to name who they are. She can't afford to go to the doctor because her health care sucks, mm. and she's working. This is not right. This is kind of a reverse, uh, the reverse scenario. This is not how it's supposed to be. Let's make it affordable. Make, make it real. I agree completely. You know, for example, if we only could buy groceries at two places, let's say it's Burger King and McDonald's, that's it mm-hmm. for Minnesota. Do you still think that that number one at McDonald's would be Four ninety-five. There'd be no, no way. Yeah. They're like, dude, we got to feed all these people, and they can only come to us. That's now seventeen ninety-five, mm-hmm. and that's what they're doing that's with right. health care. Yes. Well, so we allow everyone to come in, best health care at the best price. Health care goes down. Health operating expenses go down. Quality goes way up. Everyone happy. So when, when that bill hits, leaves how, the house and comes to the Senate, you'll support it. Uh, dude, I'm going to write it with you. Well, Amen. Well, yeah. we'll, we'll have to work on that, Rob, because <laughs> st- there are still good things, really good things about Obamacare, to, and simply because you, you, everybody decides along party lines that they're supposed to hate Obamacare. But if you're being realistic, there are 
good things about Obamacare. It's taken a lot of people off of, uh, excuse me, it's got a lot of people off of the system and on real health care, uh, giving them real health care. And have me paying and, for it. Well, you've, you've been paying for it. You've been paying for it, remember. And remember, before he started Obamacare, health care was always rocking it. And let's remember, too, health care since 1963, since it's been recorded, has every year gone up. And but, my health care has tripled, and you know, I have uh, high deductibles that I can't even use unless I'm shot through Minnesota the head. Minnesota should have left <laughs> yeah. the health care system alone, but Minnesota, uh, Minnesota should have left the should have left the healthcare alone. Yeah. I think. I thought Thank we you so much for having me but on, guys. Obama Love you both. Thank you so much. No problem. Hey, Chris. Thank you. I appreciate it. No guys. problem, man. Pat, go dance, man. Have a good I time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thanks for having us. Thank in you house for today. endorsing me. You Thank you. No problem, bro. I can't wait to work together. I'm waiting for your endorsement. Work. I'm waiting. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us. This is the Post Show Podcast. Pat, this is Jamar. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. See you later. Bye. Bye.